Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your dungeon master. It's been like three weeks slash a month since we played last, so we may be a little rusty. Bear with us. Joining me today, we have... Can we can we start over? I immediately was like, Chet, and then I was like, well, it's too late. Just go, go through. Keep going. You just, you just cut it out. Go hard. Uh, whoever's editing this, Joe, Kale, uh, whoever's editing this feature, just just cut this out. I'm Daniel, and I play Chet. No, Fleek. I'm Daniel, and I play Chet Fleek. I'm Ferris Oxide or Christopher, and I play Desmond. <laughs> I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Tarajux. Who wants to remind us of what happened three weeks ago? Oh boy! <laughs> A bunch of magic items. Yeah, yeah, we decided that we went uh, treasure hunting. Teliferous needs some yummies for its tummy, uh, so we decided to go magic item hunting. Um, we found two circles. One of them was a dead circle, and one of them was a very lively circle. <laughs> They're orbs, sir. Well, I was getting to that. Spoilers. What? Okay. All right. And then in the <laughs> middle of those circles. An orban vestiture. Uh, you're telling See, me I had to, I had to, I had to spice it up now because you already said orb, so I had to figure out like, what is the adjective you for had something to, you that had to think like the Jerry Holkins way to say orb. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, and we got the orbs, but at great cost. Yay! There was a tragic mishap. Desmond got a lot younger. Spell magic gone awry, (laughs) and Desmond got twenty years younger. Oh, and beautiful! um, This is the worst thing that could have happened. So he's just this big, beautiful, just like it's like Shrek. I remember Uh, right, all my scars disappeared too. Yeah, he's so smooth. He's just like a smooth baby boy, but he's a man. Okay. He gets like a, a plus one to charisma, right? Like, no, he has exactly <laughs> as much charisma as he did before. Yeah, yeah, but he has more until he opens his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, as long as we keep everyone at a distance, his ability that. to make proper facial expressions has not changed. Oh, so good point. He still, yeah, he here's, still does that. Here's thing. my question for you: Have you ever seen Desmond with his mouth closed? Mm. When he's chewing. Wait, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I, I imagine he even, like, drinks ale with his mouth just wide open. Yeah, he just pours like, it in. He doesn't close his mouth to swallow. No, he doesn't close his mouth to swallow. It just pours down his gullet. And it's just <laughs> horrifying. Oh. It doesn't I'm even moist all it. around. It doesn't, I don't really notice. It just makes it sound like a cement mixer. <laughs> <laughs> Such great imagery and sensory details Anyways, to this episode. I, and welcome then, back, players. I, there's not going to be any noticeable gap for our listeners. But... No. Then we we found a knife that was designed specifically to kill one guy. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then and we, we went on a pranking spree and yes. tried to convince people that someone was going crazy and trying to kill someone else. Yeah, and I think it worked once. The end of the Maybe? last episode was very silly. 
Oh, yeah. that's right. We put on like a, a macabre play for every single member of the Teliferous in turn. Yeah. Yep. Oh, no, I think we didn't get Leyland yet. I'm pretty sure I was the last one. I think Leyland was like already with the group. He was a participant. Yeah. yeah. So we are aboard the tree ship. You are aboard and the tree ship. We, we leveled up at the end of last session, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yes. So, the party has achieved level six. Why doesn't everybody so tell just, us a little bit about themselves? So abruptly, in the middle of this, like, random... Just... You were just fucking around. I'm, I'm stabbing Ched with a knife. It's bouncing off. We're all having a good time. And then just abruptly, I drop the knife and lightning just started shooting on our hands and go, ah! <laughs> um, and then outside the tree ship just kind of rocks back and forth a few times like it's being buffeted by wind and then I go, everything's fine. <laughs> okay, then. Um, I, I assume that like I have also been affected by the lively magics and that's what's causing it because clearly <clears throat> Desmond has also achieved some sort of strange metamorphosis so why shouldn't i it sure okay sure what a reason even though assumption. i was never inside the field oh wait actually no because the we pulled the orb up here so there's a giant vegetable garden uh surrounding <laughs> the cottage. oh right that's yeah. right we we supercharged their veggie garden all the yeah, vegetation outside the ship yeah it's just a jungle are we going to go sell giant produce to make a living? <laughs> what are you guys talking about? You're rich now. Are we? Yeah, you made like 500 <laughs> gold pieces from Brocka Irontooth. Well, I, I gave all mine to my healer, so... I, Wait, I'm did not we make any, 500? I'm not any richer. No, no, you just got 500. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, we've had a bigger payout than that, so I'm like, eh. It's like a 10% stake at like a, a regular inn at a small town, right? Yeah. I guess. Do you really want to run an inn at a small town, though? That's what hirelings are for. Or yeah. after you've faked your death and sealed your power away in a thrice-locked chest. Yes. <laughs> okay, so after I'm done stabbing Ched, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go back up to the control center and plot our course towards the next item on our radar. Splendid. Are we just going to keep finding magical items and prob? Well, until you guys are ready to go, like start a war. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's your. Those are your two options. You can treasure hunt, or you can begin <laughs> World War One. I. I mean, <laughs> essentially, like... everybody hates us. It's like the end of Fallout Three. You yeah. know, you can do a, a couple side missions, or you can take on a giant uh, army of uh, super mutants. Do we need to get a Liberty Prime that we can like strap to the bottom of Teliferous and just? Come, uh, no, uh, Aldrax is a lie. Yeah, Aldrax is a lie. <laughs> What's everybody else doing? Well, before I was interrupted, I'm pretty sure Falrock was busy trying to translate the rune script, the Elven rune script, around the uh, Item Forge. Yes, that's right. So he's he's busy. Um, but I know that we were heading vaguely in the direction of uh, the Eversea. Yes, it's be yeah. the next item was between the Great Wood and the Eversea. I think that was the knife, actually. It oh. was. So well, we're still in that area then. Yeah. Okay. I guess 
what I what I need to know is where where everybody else is. I am outside without my shirt on and no sunscreen trying to dry my skin out. <laughs> I thought you liked being moist. I don't. No, he's trying to look I old. Need to get melanoma. Yeah, you know, he's <laughs> he's attempting to reachieve that sun-weathered look. <laughs> All he's going to end up doing is burning. Yeah. I am, like, busy checking the dead skin and charred areas of my body back from uh, being, you know, lightning bolted and everything else many times over. So I'm yeah, just kind of... We probably could have thrown you into the healing field, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> nice, but I am an elf, so Desmond probably needed it more. Yeah, everybody knows that elves molt once a century anyway. There was no shortage of healing energy blasting out of that thing when Pretty we dragged sure onto the ship. are the only ones that molt. We'll see. <laughs> Ched, where are you located? Um, I'm currently in... Uh, if we had a library, I would be in the library looking up uh, the truth behind uh, hobbits or halflings molting, because that sounds disgusting. <laughs> we have a library, just... It has two books in it currently. Okay. Then I'm probably up in the, the top, just chilling. Alright, so then Terajux, you are the only person present for what yeah. happens next. Oh dear god. Which is to say that the apple blossom drifts down out of your hair and oh. transforms back into the lovely garden trellis oh. gate. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on! <laughs> oh, splendid. I... I shouldn't. I should go get everyone. And I should go get everyone. Out of the, out of the trellis... Go get everyone. ...steps it's everybody's favorite uh, Feyan lady, the Lady of Blossoms, who is Jesus. today dressed in a, like, one of those ridiculously oversized puffy ball gowns. Yes! It's a very pale shade of pink, decorated with, like, blood-red roses. Yes! I, um, so I'm at the navigation panel, and I set in the course when this happens, so I have ample time to turn around and offer a flourishing bow. Lady Blossom, what a delightful surprise. Welcome aboard. So what do I owe magnificent and enduring pleasure well i've come with um a bit of a, a gift for you shall we say freely given of course of course we are friends after all we are friends oh <laughs> she takes a moment to look around the the bridge of teliferous and says you've done a fine job of getting this place up and running again um brief point of note I'm assuming we had the shields down. No. Like, oh. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> that's fun to know. Um, anyways, uh, I well, thank you. Produces from one of her voluminous sleeves a circlet, um, like a small crown sort of thing. Oh, that... I'm going to wear the shit out of that. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> mm. It is made of gold and shaped as intertwined leaves, sort of in a circle. 
Um, at the front, such craftsmanship. At the center is a large orange gem, and she holds it up to the light and kind of turns it around in her hand and says, "I need this disposed of. It's a relatively <laughs> potent magical item, and I understand that these are things that you are looking for. Yes." Oh, yes, certainly. You're, once again, your sources dazzle and amaze. The, my uh, sources the are you, you my know. dear. Well, yes, it's just... <laughs> it's just very pleasing to work with people who understand what's going on and have a big picture view. Anyways, um... At this point, I, I, would, I would note that since you guys generally leave the shipwide comms on... Those of you who are just, in the ship just all the time. <laughs> have probably overheard this conversation at this point. And you're also overhearing uh, Tarjus just go, I see no reason that couldn't be arranged. I'll have to check with the captain, of thump, course. Thump, 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 <laughs> thump, thump. You can hear me and Falrock like, yelling at each other to hurry up there, like... <laughs> like you know, we we, we arrive on on the on the bridge, like trying to fit through the door at the same time. Like uh, I just very diving smoothly... for Terra Jacks. No, <laughs> I very smoothly smile at Lady Blossom and I say, "It seems my friend of shadow and my friend of fire are here to consult this deal." And I turn and I go, "Hey guys, <laughs> look who's here!" Yeah, Ched's Ched's sliding down the pole down to the. The bridge. Okay. That of all the people that doesn't need to use the fire pole. That's exactly why he does need to use the fire pole. I suppose that's true. Yeah, it's I mean the if experience. I'm just sliding down. It's easier than walking downstairs. I Desmond, make a perception check for me since you're actually outside. Yep. Desmond. No, I'm not dead. Hold on. That is a fourteen. Okay. You can you you hear Terajux being loud, but you can't make out what he's saying. I give him literally no mind. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I'm always loud. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, Lady Blossom would... turns and uh, sort of curtsies to those of you that have just entered the room and says, Welcome, I was just discussing something with our good friend Mr. Heiko here. I don't know how much of it you overheard. Who's Mr. Heiko? And Falrock's <laughs> eyes just kind of narrow very suspiciously. I, I puff up a little bit because I don't get called Mr. Heiko very often. <laughs> right. Or like ever. <laughs> the only time uh, people call Tarajuk Sir is when it's immediately followed by you're making a scene. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do make a lot of scenes. Anyway. So yeah, I, uh, I waggle my eyebrows and nod over at this. Uh, snazzy bit of engine fuel <laughs> and where did this item come from oh it's something that i recently obtained and found that i don't have much use for and so why yeah, chad's here at this point why do you need to get rid of it and why does it have to be us to get rid of it need is such a strong word i have no use for it it is a potent magical item i figured that you, as my friends, might be able to find some use in destroying it. Well, what does it do? Because maybe we could use it. She regards the crown speculatively and says, You might be able to. It was designed to be worn 
by someone of Fane heritage, I'm not sure what effects it would have on a mortal. Oh. Who exactly did you get it from? Oh, here and there, you know how it is. Old heirlooms lying around the house. And you didn't answer my question. What does it do? Know what it will do to a non-fae. I mean, what what does it do to a fae when they wear it, at least? It provides them with certain powers of, let's say, command that I have no need of, as I am not waging any wars. Of course not. Uh, okay, uh, I'm a little concerned about what this would do to yes. our ship. Like, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm still... Like reaching... Alright. I, I do want to make one point out of character, is that we literally have, in the last, like, five hours, fed this ship an orb of manifest death. And it's fine. And life. Well, we fed it dead, it, and it, it kind of shit it. itself a little bit, though. Was not, it wasn't too thrilled with that. <laughs> and now fine. she wants to put, she wants some kind of mind control, it sounds like. Yeah, uh, the ship would yeah. be able to mind control other trees for or, us. Or she <laughs> could control it. Yes. I'm reaching for that circlet. I swat your hand away. Take the circlet. You're not, you're not tossing Leland, it in the furnace. It's... It's a gift freely given. It's we wouldn't want to be inhospitable to our friends. And if it's freely, there's given, no such thing as a gift freely given from. A I family. mean, if she says it is, I give gifts freely. Fae. Like at least under Faye rule, that's yeah. And under Faye rules, it's hospitality is very important. I would never refuse a gift from a friend. And since it's freely given, like she can't put conditions on it, so we can get rid of it however we want. That is true. Precisely. Let's take the circlet. Yeah, I'm our, I pick it up. Excellent. I do so appreciate <sighs> and enjoy being able to assist friends in need. Best of luck with uh, your we endeavors on the need. other side. She sort of like lifts the brim of her, her, of her hat and peers at you, Leyland, and says, My dear, you have been in need ever since you escaped that dungeon. I think we've made it our, our nah, way pretty well. Like, that's that's a fair point. Well, uh, Lady Blossom, we shall not take any more of your time. I know it must be very valuable to you. Thank you for your gift freely given. And uh, may the winds guide you. She dips into another perfect curtsy and then strides back through the garden trellis which collapses up in on itself to form an apple blossom which lands in Terrajux's hair Paul Rock stomps over to Terrajux and if I have to jump I will but I'm <laughs> going to snatch that blossom out of your hair that, but, huh? Terrajux she knew your name which we never yeah. gave her yes that's a problem Yeah, she's watching us all the time yeah that thing isn't going to the ship this is going to sit over on the edge of our territory, so if she needs to contact us, she can. That's all we're doing with it. I was going to, like, stack my um, crystal needles on top of it. <laughs> hey. Like, I was going to prohibit her from coming here. We're not going to toss it in a bag with all my uh, anti scrying stuff. Distance. That's fair. Yeah. All right. I tromp on down the stairs with this blossom. I go and ask... Uh, Just Basil throw it Ivy. in the fire. <laughs> yeah, throw it in there. 
I asked Basil and Ivy if they have any extra fencing that I can like put this on top of so that the trellis actually connects to a fence. <laughs> but I, I am leaving this in the an unoccupied area around the base. You're just gonna like, with, like nail it to a fence? No, I'm gonna leave it next to the fence. It's gonna blow off. Is it though? <laughs> Not to say, yeah. <laughs> throw it off. Fair. Um, so, are you leaving it inside the tree or outside of the tree? I was going to leave it near the garden. Okay. Because that that seems appropriate. Uh, Basil produces from like a shed, like a garden shed, just like a wooden post. Cool. I I set it just at the base of the post, wherever I place the post, which is open space on the property, as it were. I go get Desmond and tell him you need to come now. Yeah, I, I'm already, like I'm Captain, following out. I'm Captain like Desmond. Need on the I need to lick something. <laughs> Warm up that liquor. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I go over to where, and I imagine like Desmond wouldn't be bronzed at this point, but he'd be like whatever the blue version of bronzed is, and it's just like. <laughs> It's just magnificent. Just I'm debating, just so I can't decide, and I think I'll leave it up to Christopher, is whether or not Desmond immediately tans, or if he burns first and then tans after. <laughs> he immediately tans. I, I think it's funnier if it just is like... So is it just like a darker blue? Like, are you like navy blue now? <laughs> what, what specific no, shade of like... blue were you before? Well, it was more like a, a really weird sea foamy blue, like the color of the oh, ocean. Almost, right? almost green? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. So this would be so... a little bit with a tinge of brown, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It would look, it would look like, right. like It looks like muddy water now. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> okay. And I just, Good. I just kind of roll him <laughs> over and, like, waggle the circlet in his face. Here, boy. What? <laughs> look what we got in the mail. Existence is pain. Hey, you know what'll make you feel better? Licking a dangerous magic I'm item. Ian, I am an idiot. <laughs> I, like, no, open, you did good. I opened my mouth a little bit now. Just stick it in. <laughs> There's so much wrong with this. Of course. On the table. That is an 18. You have never tasted anything like this before. <laughs> I have never tasted anything like this before. That's not really a description of anything, Desmond. Like, you could say that about any object in the world. But you I... do, what you do get, what useful data you obtain from this Arcana check is that this is an immensely powerful magic item that does not match any school of magic that you are familiar with. This is hella powerful, though. You probably can get it out of my mouth. <laughs> okay. It's not It's not going in the tree. Again. Uh, fine. We can have Basil uh, yeah. and Ivy look at it. Yeah, well, let's do that. 
Let's get as many people to look at this and try and figure out what it is. All right, but not like too many because if it turns out that we do have something that's actually I, like useful, I, I, to I, as many people. trustworthy people as yes. possible. Yes, I, mean, I okay. figured we'd go call up Saskia and have her check it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, this, at this hey, point, I'm going to take it back to the mountain home and like a rain cloud that just kind of follows me as I rehydrate. <laughs> It would be funny if we just like co-opted the true church for a war on the Fae, but <laughs> well, can't be the other way around. Anyways, um, so I was gonna bring it up while Lady Blossom was in the room because it would be rude, but it might be worthwhile to hang on to this until its owner comes around. Is like, hey, where's my circlet? Because she definitely stole it. Yeah, because I think it, whoever like, it is would be even it. more pissed and be like, oh, we fed it to our tree ship. <laughs> oh, we burned it because we're savages. <laughs> uh, I mean, if we do... Let the I, that being said, it. whoever is holding it, when that per that person could be pretty pissed whenever they do come around. Uh, also, if we give it back to them, they're going to be like, okay, thank yeah. you, and then they put it on their head, and then they command us all to kill ourselves. Like, Ooh, I like that. Can I have it for a minute? <laughs> No, Desmond, it'll it'll rot your brain. You're right. <laughs> the, the, all that power would go straight to my head. Yeah, and then it, out your ears in a spray of fine, bloody particulates. <laughs> well, the, we the need to find place someone else to put to it inside it. the tree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I don't, like... We definitely don't want to be carrying this around with us, but I hate to just leave... Nope more and more stuff aboard the tree ship just totally unguarded i guess we do have the bees now to like fuck up anyone who tries to sneak aboard well i imagine the circle is going to give us like two like two dots of power not even right. just one so why don't we just why don't we pop it in there and see what happens i agree <laughs> um, i certainly do not well, I still think this is a trap. Agreed. Well, probably. <laughs> so we should like... figure out what it is before we walk right into it, yeah? I mean, we already know it's a trap. Whoever is going to come looking for this thing is going to kill us whether or not we have it. Because mm. it's like we're we're pawns in their vast fae and intrigue game. How are they even going to know that we have it? Fae magic. I don't know. <laughs> a wizard. Why don't why don't you ask uh, Basil um, what happens to the items when the tree absorbs them? Do they just cease to exist or what? I they're pretty thoroughly destroyed. Okay. I think. Well, let, let's take this to Basil. See what they have to say about it. Get, see All if right. we can get any more information. I mean, I mean, we could just fly to Tartarus and throw it in if you want, but like. That's... <laughs> Just chuck it off the edge of the world. Yeah, I mean, that would that would dispose of it. <laughs> be like, hey, anchor, eat this. <laughs> this is what I think of you. Single-handedly you destabilize the entire planet. <laughs> oh man! I, I mean, if we hadn't pissed off everyone by then, that would certainly get yeah, anyone remaining like i'm i'm gonna put that in my pocket playbook pocket for later like we'll just yeah that's our contingency like, plan we'll just oh you don't want to deal with us well we're literally gonna blow up the chain and you're gonna float into ne like non-existence <laughs> mutual annihilation 
Yeah. Look, it's like we didn't want to be villains, but if you treat us like villains, a man can only take it for so long. Uh, yeah. So let's go talk to Basil and Ivy. Yes. I imagine he's out there like hammering a fence post into the ground. No, Basil and Ivy are. They both have two machetes apiece. <laughs> They are attempting to mow the lawn. <laughs> Basil, oh. look who came in the mail. He like reflexively swings the machete and then stops when he sees that it's you. It's like there are bugs in here. Are there really? Yes, but that's not that's the terrifying. Point. What what do you need? Uh, we were hoping to get your magical expertise and that of your uh, your other half. Um, I and I waved the circlet, and it's still got like a little bit of saliva on it. But <laughs> you, I don't know whether it's saliva or mucus. To be real, yeah. And he he looks at it and he's like, "What do you need exactly?" Well, what is it? Falrock says that if we put this in the engine, the entire ship is going to be slaved to some distant fey entity that wants only our doom. And I'm saying if we put it in there, it'll be fine. She insinuated that this item had something to do with Fey Wars. That it would empower Fey's to kind of control over things, but she didn't need it because she was not waging a war. So, uh, shrug. Basil turns to Ivy, and they share a, a glance for a couple of seconds. <laughs> and they turn back and say, well, we're neither of us is particularly well-versed in fey and magic but we'll give it a shot that's all we ask also don't put it on because we're pretty sure that'll kill you <laughs> basil rolls his eyes <laughs> i mean if you guys got like a roll of business cards somewhere and you could point us to somebody who is more versed in fey and magic but also you have to be absolutely certain that they are completely trustworthy and not <laughs> a true church plant because we've been down that road and if you just go around blindly asking questions, you get screwed. We know a couple professors at the Hall of Mysteries who might be able to help you, but I understand oh, you that... You go back to Jux! You're not particularly Good. welcome in the city. I, well, I mean, not as Tara Jux Heiko, but, of course, Vimish Rinwind, <laughs> esteemed Tempozology no. scholar, uh, is actually... Uh, known to those in the Hall of Mysteries as a contributor to the mysterious puzzle box case. Yeah, and, and you've just been out on sabbatical, so you're returning to the university. Yeah. I'm returning oh, to the university, God. and I found another marvelous magic item. <laughs> Do we really think going back to Jux is... If yes. we want to check... If we want to... I guess, do what we can um, to figure out what this item is then yes but if not if we just want to keep it with us and hope nothing bad happens or throw it in the furnace and hope nothing bad happens then See, the thing is we're hoping nothing bad happens either way but in one of those situations we have an extra two bars of power to work with or well, maybe even three well in the third situation we go and we're trying to figure out what this is so if like something bad does happen maybe we can predict what it will be and be prepared I, I, oh, for it. Be like, oh, I'm firmly against the putting it, it into the tree. Party, but I have more so whatever, 
Well, whatever choice we make, I am in the camp that is not throwing it into the tree. So, all right, okay. While you're having this conversation, Ivy has pulled out several tools that she um, hands to Basil, and between the two of them, they all like in- scrupulously investigate this crown in the way that wizards do. But yeah. supreme power. And after about ten minutes of vigorous testing, they hand it back and they say, "We can't really like, we don't really, we haven't really been able to find much outside of what you already told us. Like, it's it's very powerful. It's fey and magic, and I we can't really get anything beyond that." I just, not... just your own personal opinion, Basil and Ivy. Would you throw? <laughs> A crown gifted, freely given by the Fae, into the Teliferous. Well, if it was a gift freely given, I can't imagine that the person that gave it to you would actively be seeking to, like, knock your ship out of the sky. Um, That was very cleverly worded, what he just said. (laughs) So, um... Because I'm just thinking, like, my concern isn't that Lady Blossom is trying to screw us over, because um, her her whole thing is that, like, we're idiots, but we're useful idiots. Yes. So, mm-hmm. like, someday she, it's going to, like, come back around. She's going to have to do something on the mortal plane, and it'll be much easier to do if there are a bunch of idiots in a super-powered tree ship running around that are like, oh, hey, it's a friend. What I'm worried about, and the only reason I'm not, like, grabbing this thing and running through the engine room, uh, is I'm worried about, like, what if it wasn't hers to freely give? Can the Fae give things that are not theirs? Like, I don't know enough about, like, Fae legal ownership. Like, does the, um, does some, like dark fey lord of the the midsummer hunt can he come in and be like hey that's my circlet and we'd be like it was freely given and they'd be like nope subsection three paragraph four of the uh articles of springtime jubilee 13 it Uh, clearly uh, states that i get to castrate all of you (laughs) oh oh (laughs) like i was thinking you put this in the ship now it's my ship yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, yeah, what like, I'm worried about. Give me back the crown. We don't. Or have it can be. Right, or nothing's gonna happen. But if Lady of Blossoms come back, comes back and wants the ship, oh, what do you know? She actually has control of it. Yeah, it's just it would be weird to me that like the crown, which is supposed to be controlling things, is the avenue for someone to control the crown. Like, I mean, we don't, we don't, we can't confirm that it does that. We know it's fan and powerful. That's what she told us about it. On the sure. other hand, she's uh, like apparently such a powerful sorceress and is part of a, an incredibly powerful house. I don't know why they don't just take it by other means. Yeah, it's like why the, why the game, why the espionage, and snap her fingers like, and we'd be dead. So basically, so I'm I'm kind of leaning back towards this being a safe thing or a safe-ish thing. Like, I don't know. It, us being strong is to her advantage because I still don't like it, but 
Because she's one of the few entities in the world that knows exactly who we are and where we are and what we do. Well, like, part of that's the apple blossom. Uh, yeah, alright, we've been over that. I get it. <laughs> Look, I know... It doesn't bother, you. It doesn't bother you at all that she knows your name? Not particularly. I didn't give it to her. Like, as... That's even more of a problem, though. That just means she spied on us. That doesn't mean she has, like, fey whimsy control over me. All it means is that, like, she's been there for some of my embarrassing monologues I've been practicing. And, like, she's had to listen to me drone on for hours and hours about beans. Like, that's on her. She has some sort of, like, terrible fey servant who owes her, like, shit ton of money. And, like, the worst punishment that she could think of was to have... Like, have them sit there invisible next to you, watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, all this just means is I have my own personal FBI agent. Yeah, the you have your own personal FBI agent. That's the way, a good way to look at it. Uh, um, Joe, does it, appear, does it appear that uh, uh, Basil and Ivy need help cutting the, sh- the, the grass at all? Probably. There's, like, remember, it's, like, a 75-foot diameter circle around the tree or radius circle around the tree and it's all what time is it that's a good question let's say mid-afternoon okay i cast conjure animals and conjure up uh 16 giant crabs to cut the grass (laughs) oh god it's i was really hoping you're gonna go with like wild boars (laughs) oh i mean it could have been goats but that's probably slower 30 to 50 feral hogs so so don't don't mind the little snips. They're they're just gonna be cutting the grass, guys. Okay. And I also I was reading this is this is an aside, but I'm gonna say it anyway because it amused me. Sure. I was reading and Conjure Animals never actually says that the player gets to choose the animals anywhere in the spell description. <laughs> oh, <laughs> But I'm not going to do that because that would be very silly. That's so evil. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> I, you I would have to the... like retcon half of the things that have saved our butts in battles. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I think the intent there is that the wildlife that well, you summon is like it says choose local one of the following region. options for what appears. One beast of challenge rating. I assume you get to pick the beast. It's not just. No. It doesn't say that it's random. Well, I would assume here, that you here, get to here's pick. Here's what it means. It means that. One of the two of us gets to pick the beast. Yeah. <laughs> you you can make a suggestion, but at the end of the day... But I'm not going to be that cruel. I just okay. thought that was a fun <laughs> thing to point out. It yeah. is funny. Alright, I'm, I'm done arguing. If you want to throw the crown in, oh. I, I will have no part of it. Let's but, throw oh, the crown. Warm down. Warm down. Now we're in a dead heat. <laughs> <laughs> we got... Got two yeses and an apathetic. All right, Fall I, Rock. I, I am just staying out of it, basically. Abstain. <laughs> Fall Rock, how's this? Okay, if we when we throw this thing in, at least one point of the power generated will go to your furnace. Ooh, is that acceptable? I'm trying to figure out my furnace, my own self. Oh, well, you don't want more. You don't want juice. Uh, no, not until I know what it does. I throw out my hands because that was my ace in the hole. Was bribing Falrock with dwarf things. So I'm like, you damn can't it. Bribe him. He's, He's unbreakable. He doesn't want anything. 
<laughs> he wants for nothing in this world. He's a fortress. He's an immovable <laughs> object, and you're an unstoppable force. <laughs> this is true. Um, okay, really quick aside. Uh, at level 6, a storm sorcerer gets the ability to change the direction of the wind in a 100-foot radius sphere centered on myself. Uh-huh. Whoa. <laughs> is, is there currently wind? A little bit. Okay, I want to make <laughs> sure that the tree ship Teliferous always has a favorable tailwind. Okay, you're going to have so to like, are... stand out behind whichever direction you're going in, though. Do I have to? I mean, you can you can generate a favorable wind at the like hundred feet, and a hundred feet around the area around the bridge, but that won't affect the entire tree. It's much larger than a hundred feet. Oh, oh, okay. Well, all right. I wasn't sure hundred foot radius if that got me like most of it or. Well, each floor is seventy five. Radius, mm, right? Yeah. Or I always forget that Teliferous is stupid tall. <laughs> yeah, it's a big old very large. Once again, this is why the elves should have designed the ship to lay horizontally. <laughs> I can also stop the rain if anyone ever wants me to stop the rain. No, please don't. <laughs> oh yeah, I could just follow Desmond around and just be like, nope, not raining. Stop Poor it. Desmond. <laughs> I just want to be wet. <laughs> um, anyways, let's just throw it in the engine. All right, come on. We'll, we could throw it in the engine, but if something goes wrong, Farrock gets to go up to each of us, say "I told you so," and then kick us in the jewels. Ah, does it, does it have to be kicking? Like, well, punch if you want. <laughs> Would you He's rather Farrock punch you? Yeah. Farrock cracks his knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Can can it just be like like a gut punch or something or like a Charlie horse? I mean, if you want to try to negotiate it down to that, that's between you and Fall Rock. No, you, you, <laughs> you, you need you need to be sorry for it. <laughs> well, what do we get if nothing goes wrong? Two bars of power. I, 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 nothing, power. nothing went wrong. <laughs> that should be that should be in more than enough. Ah. All right, let's throw it in. Uh, I will accept a stern told you so and an undefined physical retribution from Falra. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what? Hang on. What's the rush in putting it in? More power. Somebody could come nab it. Also, that like the long like magical items give off a signature. I don't. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily like just holding it either. So. Like, I think it's okay inside the tree ship because we have the shields up. But if we ever drop the shields, mm -hmm. it's going to glow like a beacon. Uh, I don't think it's going to matter if it's the Fae, though. The, the true church is pretty good at what they do now, but think about if they could control the minds of people. Yeah. I mean, is the tree not a giant beacon? It yeah, already it is. is. That's the thing. Like, Do we want to put gasoline on that burning fire? I, I don't think it's going to make a difference. It's going to be so, like... It's it's gonna be like a a big lighter at day in, in, at noon, like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So if we don't put it in now, you're you're suggesting we try to find out more about its actual function first. Yeah. When and when it's convenient for us. 
Like, to go back to Jux. I don't know that it'll ever I, be I really convenient. I was about to say, Jux is one of those places that we kind of left in a hurry, so... I would also like to mention that um, out here, over Aljax and over the Edgelands, we are, you know, like unto the gods as we soar in the clouds, but Jux literally has an air force. Mm-hmm. I... I will be the first to admit that it's not a spectacular air force, but um, it is. They do still have an aerial presence. So I think, like all Drax, I would rather not fly the Teliferous into Jux. Jux and all Drax, but I don't think I want to fly it into any of the. We could park it out areas. like on the edge of Jux. I know some towns out in that direction. More importantly, I know where there aren't towns out on the edge of Jux. Be a long, that'd be a long walk. I've, do I've done me? it. Hmm. But yes, it is a very long walk. It's just, I guess it's... The problem is, like... <laughs> we have really expended all of our options here as far as, like, who we can go to for magical assistance. Because we can't go to the mountain home anymore. We can't go to the actual, like, elves, which would be the best bet for, like, Fae and Magic. What and... What about Dry Bones? We, oh. Oh! That's how we could do it! He would know. Or right? his master might. Yeah. Maravaggio's master would absolutely know. I'm so glad you remember his name. I thought it was, like, Malvolio. But no, Maravaggio. I, I can't roll my. I don't know if this is a person that we necessarily would yeah. want to share this with. No, no, oh, we don't like, know we anything. We don't share of... specifics. We just say, "Hey, we have a mysterious magic artifact uh, associated with the Fey realms that nobody is able to discern the function of. Um, we would like it discerned. You know, put us in contact with." Your secret underworld connections. So the episode titled well, for this episode will be "All Roads Lead to Mar Lead to Maravaggio," right? No, it'll just be "Deal with the Devil Part 2. <laughs> That's offensive to to the Lady of Blossoms. Okay, she's about <laughs> as far removed from the devil as you can get. No, no, I met with uh, Maravaggio's master. Mm. Remember, we uh, Mario Maravaggio's master could <laughs> could meet us in a place we didn't want to go. Yes. Yeah. And that's why we needed the power. So it's kind of a, a sick. Now we have little... the power, right? If we put. <laughs> oh, but then we would need to go. Ah, yeah, and we also can't leave the green with the chicken; otherwise, the wolf <laughs> eats it. No. <laughs> okay. So, uh, we did get um, two bars of power from the Light Orb and the Dark Orb. Correct. So, we're a little bit better off. Yeah. Um, the tree ship can remain aloft for a week, if I recall right. Mm -hmm. I still think our best bet is to fly this thing way high up and then do an aerial insertion into Aldrax. Dear Jesus. If we were going to do that, I would rather just toss the crown in then, because I want as much power. If we're going to go to Aldrax, I would rather... That's the only way to talk power. to Maravaggio, is in Aldrax, so... I know, but I, I don't... Too. Yeah. 
just don't think I've so. been wanting to go to Alderac since the beginning, so tell me what, I, what we're going to do. I don't know why. It sucks there. Why? Why does it have to suck? Because you're blue. Because <laughs> like, I, I don't want to, like, mince words here. Aldrox is terrible. You could be a, a second-class citizen. It's funny coming from you. You're the only human of the bunch. Yes, and I think Aldrox is especially terrible. Um, it's not a good place. Like, even for most humans, it's, like, it's better, but you can still be poor and destitute as a human in Aldrox. Like, you, they don't give you your monthly Alaska stipends just for existing. Yeah. I, I apologize to our Alaskan listener base. I've just heard that you get money sometimes, but I have no <laughs> idea how that actually works. No, no, because it's like the there's like state-owned petroleum or something. I don't know. And they're like, hey, thanks for living in Alaska. Here's money. <laughs> Go buy a gun. <laughs> yeah. The Go buy a gun Club, and blackout The Alchemist curtains. Club is not a political podcast. We don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Please disregard <laughs> Aldrox is just terrible. I just want that to go on record. Okay, so our original plan before the Lady of Blossom showed up was to keep finding magical items, right? Yeah, we're we're flying towards one right now. So either we could just toss it in and then we can move on to other things, whether it's going to Aldrax or not. We could go to Aldrax with not only a tree ship, but a super powerful magical item that may or may not be someone looking for it. Yeah. Or we could do a number of things. Uh, so, I mean, our three sort of like mission chains we could pursue. There's always Anglorious stuff. Yep. There is Maravaggio's uh, Lori's Lounge of Misfortune, which we don't know any like super good details about like what goes on there but it's pretty safe to assume it's shady biz uh-huh that's what that's what you guys <laughs> keep saying without any evidence to, to support it yep. <laughs> i just i can't imagine what else it would be <laughs> like i don't i don't want to typecast but they employ a nine foot tall minotaur skeleton in pugilist attire <laughs> It just seems like an odd business to be in if it's like a florist shop. <laughs> and then there's also the other guy who wants us to just like dunk the true church directly instead of sneaking and infiltrating like Angloria does, which that's the one where we're like, okay, we're not ready yet. We need more tree ship. Mm-hmm. Man, it really sucks that the dwarves hate us. Mm-hmm. Ah. Because we could have gone back to the library, and that would have been cool. Well, you know at least one dwarf that doesn't hate you. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. Do no, so the, the, <laughs> well, the jury is out on whether or not Falrock hates Terrajux, but I was talking about <laughs> the party as a whole. The Master Scribner. Who, yeah. as it turns out, runs the library. Yeah, that's true. So he probably could either tell us specifically, or could get the information for us without us having to go into anywhere where we're more likely to. Let's send him ascending. Let's do that. Uh, as I recall, you can actually do that from the comms room, right? Like, we don't need Desmond? You don't need me, no. Correct. 
Um, so I'm gonna go compose that message. Uh, do you think it's possible to like listen in on sending messages? I would assume not, but no, no. Okay, like like there's never been like. Uh, an you want it to be like a telegraph or something, where like yeah, I'm just, <laughs> just not like radio waves, like, like eavesdrop. But I guess if I've never heard of it, then sending messages go directly to the other person's brain. So yeah, brain if somebody was brain. reading their mind at the time, yes. Oh yeah, okay. Um, did Lady Blossom? name this item or anything i don't recall no we can give it a name i'm gonna call it urkel <laughs> urkel circlet of mind control circle how many sending messages can i send through the communications array like per day a million <laughs> No, seriously. Like, I need to know. <laughs> Probably. All right, like, all right, I changed my vote. We can get, get rid of it because I named it a really funny name. TJ, what are you doing? Probably like 15 to 20. You okay. gonna spam somebody? Gonna yeah, I was just them? thinking, like, we could just Overload spam uh, Saskia with just, like, inane <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> you, can, you can tune Saskia directly into the Aldraxia <laughs> equivalent of Trump's Twitter account. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> just, like, not even, like, um... Threatening like, stuff, like, oh, is your refrigerator running? Yeah. Like, things like that. Like... <laughs> like like at 2 a.m., she just gets a sending message. You up? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, she can reply to you. I know, and it would be hilarious. Because, uh, anyways, that'll be fun to do someday. But for now, um, the reason I'm asking is I feel like 25 words is not really enough to give the full technical specs of what we're dealing with here. So um, my first message, I'm essentially just going to tell the head scrivener, hey, uh, it's Terrajux. We're doing good. Um, you know, we're found. So you could be cutting out so much of this at the beginning. How are you? <laughs> found Fey item. Unknown properties. Stop. Uh, can you help... Uh, you know, can you help us decipher this and then, um, you know, stop able to receive <laughs> more messages? Question mark. Was that stop. 25 words? It's probably not 25 words. Here, I got it. I got okay. it. Acquired face circlet, unknown properties. Unsure if dangerous, can you help? Extremely powerful. <laughs> and that's 25? That's less than twenty-five, even. I like. You've got I wiggle room the, there. I want something on the end to let him know that we can send many more sending messages if necessary. <laughs> can send more messages if necessary. Wow, that was cool. Like an extra ten percent. Wow. Yeah. And send, and I bah, bah, on the organ. <laughs> mm-hmm. What was the old email? Um, the da da. <laughs> oh, you mean like AOL? The AOL email yeah. soundbite? <laughs> yeah, it was whoosh. Yeah. Yeah, it was. God, that's so old. <laughs> so, 
So a moment later, uh, you get a message back that says, "Fey knowledge limited might be able to help." What sort of item? Okay. Sparkle circle of mind control. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, just send that. Just, just that. <laughs> uh, I, I explain. You know, golden circlet. Coiled leaves, uh, whatever the gem was in the middle, like the color and the size. Power uh, to command. Rough weight. Power to command, question mark, question mark. Um, <laughs> used for fey war, question mark. Unidentifiable by licking. <laughs> that, we don't need to put that in there. <laughs> that, that's that's implied. Our things that, that is implied. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody knows that's how you identify items. Uh, a message <laughs> comes back try. that says, "We'll need time to research. We'll check in near future." Okay, I'm gonna waste an entire sending spell on the thumbs up emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So while we're waiting for that, I say we um, hang on to this circlet. Maybe just like stash it under Falrock's bed or something. Um, Somebody needs gonna... to put it on because the f- it's a lot harder to get rid of something if you put it on. <laughs> God, I really want to. Is the thing like I'm not oh volunteering my for that. God, do I want to? But I would die as regal as an Eric Cochran would look with a golden leaf circlet on its head. I'm not volunteering. That is a pretty cool. I'm look. just saying it's a hell of a lot harder based in like the rules to, to steal something off of somebody's. Person than it is what in, like it, you know what I'll, I'll wear it I'll yeah. wear it oh mortal okay <laughs> yeah because you're part fit stop don't come back <laughs> um Desmond you have a a gem for revivify right absolutely yeah we're fine then <laughs> um hey so Leyland the way this is gonna work is we need to come up with a code word. So that if you get like taken over by an evil spirit, and I ask you a question and you don't say that code word, we know. Come candy. <laughs> yeah, just like that. If so, I just say um, at any time I agree with Tara Jux, I think you'll know. <laughs> Ouch. <God>, okay. <laughs> I I would like to go prime the onboard security systems. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I guess we're just going to do this on the bridge. What could go wrong? I'm waiting for <laughs> Falrock to step in here. <laughs> I've been way outvoted on this. I, uh, I, I would argue that Leolin deciding to wear the circlet is an entirely <laughs> different issue. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was going to do it if he wasn't. That was part of my reason. Look, I didn't look. want it to end up on... <laughs> Consider this. Um, it's Lady Blossom implied that it was danger for mortals. We've got hatchling blood, so like we're fine. Oh, so we're immortal. I, I I'm also not mortal. So ah, uh, we haven't died yet. Ergo, <laughs> elves, elves are mortal. They just live a ridiculously long time. Hang on, isn't then, one of the feats for an elf literally called Fey Ancestry? Isn't yeah. that the thing where you can't be put to sleep? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he's, he's like half Fey on his grandmother's side. 
No, he's got he's, enough fay no. that um, he's like, he one talk about it in like, thirty-two thousandth fay. Yeah, <laughs> enough to like talk about it in your college entrance. On <laughs> on but Patrick's not enough to actually enough to like, get the get casino anything. money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, put it on. All right. But like slowly, and if you if you feel a burning sensation, you don't have to go through with it. Like, do what you're. Are you all are, are you all like readying spells and everything? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm currently concentrating on my conjure animals, the sixteen crabs that are now cutting our yard. I think there are more <laughs> important things afoot. <laughs> I will drop it. I if would like necessary. to make an acrobatics check to dash across the room and take this goddamn circlet. Thank you. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> oh my god, that sounded... You know, I'm going to say that you probably have advantage on this because they are absolutely not paying attention to you. It, it's a 21. <laughs> um, okay. Leyland contests with disadvantage. Okay. Make a, make a dexterity check. Oh. It's a 19. Thank god. Okay. <laughs> Fallock, like, the, the four of you are standing around arguing, and Leyland is lifting the circlet up to put it on his head, and Falrock, like, does a front flip and bounces off of his hands and flips over Leyland's head, takes the circle, and lands on the other side of the group with it. I, I stopped midway through. I was working up, like, a Latin chant. Like I was, <laughs> I was chanting darkly as the circlet approached. I'm like, oh, all right, guess we're not doing it. <sighs> Fall rocks here. Everybody go home. Yep, back to what you're doing. I just sort of walk back down to the engine. Show's the, over. The fourth room. Start <laughs> translating again. Can we go put it in the engine now? Nobody's gonna wait. No, we're waiting for the scrivener. <laughs> The like the putting the circlet on Leyland was just to kill time. <laughs> or Leyland. <laughs> uh. Yeah, or Leyland. And then um you hear so um Ivy drifts up the fire pole hole, like she just kind of flies up. Uh and she says, So I think there's something you might want to see outside. Oh, Jesus. The world's biggest pumpkin? I'm already dashing for the door. <laughs> I mean, yes, that too, but maybe, maybe we'll just come along. down the pole. We can start a roadside attraction. Yeah. I don't I think, think we're going to want to see this, but... I think we definitely want to start like a, like a roadside freak show, but it's just vegetable. <laughs> are, are sh shields are up, right? Yeah, so what's, yeah. what's going on outside? So you gather... At the she she brings you over to the edge of the like tree ship island and points over the edge and says, "Do you know that person?" Oh God! Oh, no. And you see, some distance away, too difficult to make out any details. There is indeed a figure standing uh, below you and appears to be moving in your direction. Ooh. Uh, they've been, they've been walking this you... way since you guys got back on the tree ship and we started moving again. What do my elf eyes see? <laughs> Your elf eyes are good, but they are not so good as to pick out details at a distance of several miles. 
Hmm. Bird person, go fly over there and send what they them want. a message. <laughs> if yeah. I don't know who they are, can I? But send you've them seen them. Yeah. <laughs> if it's somebody you can see, can't you? Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily want to lower our tree ship for or or send or send Chad out to someone we don't even know. God, I'm running through the list of like people that we know that would be following the tree ship, and none of them are good. No. It's just uh, like, oh no. Ending is. I have animal messenger right now. level spell. Oh, all right. Do you no, want to no, send no. The... Like, if we want to do animal messenger, we can just send like a sacrificial dove, and or we could send Ched that way, and I could get on the weapons ready to blast into oblivion, whoever Ched. that is, if we need to. Ched is, uh, you know, definitely expendable. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? I mean, I could do it. <laughs> uh, Joe, are there any are there any uh, birds flying nearby, or are there any nesting in our in the tree? There are some snar- birds nesting in the tree. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna choose. Uh, I think uh, the smallest one I can find. It doesn't matter. Target. Um, so a small target, you know, just in case it gets shot out of the sky. Um, <laughs> and. I'm going to uh, tell this bird to. Um, I'm I'm going to point out the person down, like straight down, uh, and tell them to go tell that person uh, to identify themselves. Okay. The bird flies away, and a couple minutes later, you see the the figure in the distance reach out and grab the bird, and crush it. Oh, dear God. Run. All right. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting on the weapons. I'm getting on the weapons. Yeah, like, that can't... Red it's alert, detach the saucer. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> I mean, I, I, we, we need to see who it is, but... We do. How Don't fire until you see the whites of their eyes. giant magical tree ship doesn't have a fucking telescope? <laughs> 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 That's That's right. Right. I wish with binoculars, you find it the fucking bridge or the zoo or somewhere, <laughs> you can put a quarter in and just be like, hey. To be fair, one of the one of the potential upgrades for the captain's seat is like camera zoom. Oh my god. Hey, go go throw the Urkel circle in the, the thing. So I, can... <laughs> so I can turn on the cameras. Oh so what? <laughs> Hey, you guys think this might be the Urkel Circle's owner? Spent so much time arguing that they already found us. Yeah, they're already here. <laughs> We've been right. flying I'm, the whole time. I'm, on the, I'm getting on the weapons. Everyone else get to your positions and we'll maybe go a little bit closer. Navigation, standing by. Detach the saucer. No. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> Can you imagine just like the disc of ground that the like the ivy shack is on just falls away? Yeah. <laughs> you hit the button and you drop the basket ivy half a mile. <laughs> we gotta lose ballast. <laughs> it's every man for himself. I'm standing by to try to do, like, evasive maneuvers with a 500-foot-long tree. Yep. We want, like, 
Do we want shed like somewhere just not flying outside, but just or someone able to identify them when needed or something? Yeah, we should. I mean, we should have. I, mean, someone in the I don't have any zoom with the uh, with the weapon system. I can't zoom in at all or anything. Nope. We we need. Oh, right, I, I get some, on the uh... horn because Falrock is still down in the forge. I say, Falrock, we're being attacked. Please man your station. What do you mean we're being attacked? I mean, there's a man out there killing birds. Or a woman. <laughs> not our bird, but birds. But a bird. Like, not, not <laughs> well, Chad's Well, it was one of Chad's birds, I mean. <laughs> uh... They, we sent him a message with a friendly little sparrow, and they crushed it like a some crazy like metal concert, just ripping open a bird. So I make uh, my way to the bridge. So they're probably bad. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Well, are we gonna fly close enough to get an idea? We could no. just <laughs> no. We no. Gain altitude. <laughs> Okay, they've been following it. us, though. So, but it sounds like they've been getting closer, right? Mm-hmm. Which to me that implies that they're only a little bit faster than Teliferous. <laughs> and they're running or they're walking? They're running. Let's just blast them. We don't, we don't know who, who it are. is yet. I'll give a I... fuck. They killed my bird. <laughs> right? <laughs> like I can slow down the ship if we want to see who this is. That was like little oh. Chet Jr. <clears throat> Start indiscriminately blasting anyone who comes near the Teliferous, but yeah, it just seems it just seems excessive. Twinkie the Titmouse uh, sends its regards. Killing, <laughs> yeah, killing, <laughs> killing a, a bird messenger is excessive. Okay, <laughs> it is. What are you guys doing? I'm gonna slow down the tree ship, and then as soon as we have visual confirmation. I am going to slam the throttle, and we are either going to go away or go into like closer. full I, back I think mode. We, I think we stay high enough that yeah, we're we're safe. But I think we should Shield get closer up. and see. Yeah, everyone be think, at their stations, but we should. I don't see. think height is going to save us, but no, we have shields uh, and we have the, our weapons though. Yeah, and we have the Urkel circle. Worst case scenario, <laughs> if we're cornered and like. We're just down to toss it in hand. and put it all into speed or something. Or no, put it on. No, he's talking about donning it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Last, like, if we're we're fighting them off and like they've pushed us back to the bridge, we just put on the circle, and uh, the the person who puts it on is going to be like Infinity Gauntlet style. They're only going to get like one command <laughs> before um, <laughs> before well, they like gem, melt. Right? It's one gem, so. They're going to get no. one of the... No, I'm thinking this is like the full meal deal. Really? It had one um, gem? And so they're going to put it on, and they're going to be like, cavort! And then they'll die. <laughs> but then he'll be cavorting forever. Joe, how, how close are they now? After a couple minutes of flight, you you get fairly close. Leyland, Terrajux, and Desmond... Since you're the ones on cameras, you can make out the now mostly unrecognizable features of Saskia. Uh -huh. What the fuck? Uh -huh. And that is where we're going to stop 
for this episode. I fire everything. Fire <laughs> And that is where we're going to stop for this episode. No, no I fire everything. The actual <laughs> just... fuck. So, thank you for joining us. I've been Joe, your very passive today dungeon master for this adventure. What the fuck? If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at the Alchemist Club 88 at gmail.com or the alchemists club 88 at oh. gmail.com we are available on podbean stitcher google play and apple yeah. podcasts and you can Correct. reach us on twitter at alchemist underscore club joining me today we had uh ched who uh i guess in anticipation of being attacked by saskia raised an army of crabs <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cahill. I play Captain Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play the voice of reason. <laughs> I'm Matt, and I wish I would have put the crown on, and I play Leolin. <laughs> I'm Waffle, and I also wish I was wearing the Urkel circle. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs>